Hi everyone. I never thought I'd make an Instagram account. I don't live the kind of life that's worth snapping. But alas, here I am. And here's why. I'm looking for the owner of something. And apparently hashtags are the new mind map. Today I bought this book because it seemed to be calling my name. And boy, am I glad that I did. You see, when I cracked its spine, figuratively, I'm not an animal. I discovered a rather extraordinary thing. Scribbles. Pages and pages of personal annotations and underlines, all lowercase letters and old school B's and Z's. And the meaning, what meaning? What kind of person comes up with notes like, scowls won't cover that big heart of yours and a renewed brightness shifting shadows in your wake? Could these be the scribbles of my dreams? DM me if you've seen anything like this before or if you're interested in discovering what other gems this story holds. Stay tuned and post. Welcome to the Good Reading Magazine podcast, sponsored by Pantera Press. Good Reading is a monthly magazine dedicated to books and reading and aims to help readers discover their next favourite book. You can find out more about the books discussed on today's podcast at goodreadingmagazine.com.au. Hi and welcome to the Good Reading Podcast. I'm Emma Harvey. You just heard an excerpt from While You Were Reading by Melbourne authors Ali Berg and Michelle Kalis. The story centres on 29-year-old Beatrix Babbage, whose life suddenly and catastrophically implodes when she accidentally ruins her best friend's wedding. Humiliated and rejected, she relocates to Melbourne with the hopes of starting afresh among second-hand bookstores and trendy bars. But as it turns out, rebuilding a life is hard, and after the first month of a boring job and a barely existent social life, Bee's only new friends are a broody barista and her cleaning lady. But it's on one of her many pillages of local bookstores that Bee stumbles across the book. The book is a second-hand paperback with poetic notes lovingly inscribed in the margins of almost every page. Utterly enchanted and deeply curious, Bee studies the inscriptions, determined to know more about the person behind the words. In her quest to track down the mystery author, Bee gets much more than she bargained for. Right now I'm on the phone with the Melbournean masterminds behind this warm and witty new rom-com, Ali Berg and Michelle Kalis. Hi guys and welcome to the Good Reading Podcast. Hi, thanks so much for having us. Now last time Good Reading touched base with you was just over a year ago, I think, when you released your debut novel, The Book Ninja. Yeah. It was also a romance novel based on a movement that the two of you began back in 2016 called Books on the Rail. Um, For the uninitiated... Could you introduce us to what Books on the Rail is? Yeah, so Books on the Rail is a community project we started in 2016 uh, where we and some of our very crafty, passionate book lovers who we um, have aptly named the Book Ninjas distribute books on local public transport around Australia. Uh, So we have about a 1,000 Book Ninjas who receive um, Books on the Rail stickers to place on their own books. Um, and we as well receive books from various publishers and um, authors uh, to put out um, ourselves. So we must have about seven or 8,000 books in circulation um, at this stage, yeah. Wow. Did the movement grow at all since the release of The Book Ninja? Yeah, it did. Yeah, we saw a lot of people jumping on board um, Books on the Rail and wanting to get stickers to put on their own books and also putting their, yeah, and then also um, a lot of people finding books in turn. 
Um, we've seen a lot of people posting on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook telling us that they've found books on their local public transport line, which has been really exciting. Yeah. Well, have you dropped any while you were readings on any trams yet? Yeah, we did. So just starting last week um, in preparation for celebrating the big launch, we've had I think about 20 book ninjas um, all received copies of While You're Reading um, to put around. So if you head to our Instagram or follow the hashtag books on the rail, you can see what books are being put out and when and where. And um, so what does it feel like now to have it finally launched, book number two? It feels exciting and we're also a little bit nervous. <laughs> but, yeah, really excited um, that it's finally out in the open. We've been working on it nonstop for about a year, so we can't believe that people are finally finally reading it. Right. And how's your own creative partnership evolved or survived this time <laughs> around? <laughs> well, Alice and I were very lucky. We've been best friends for well over 20 years um, and so we're very close. We're very similar. Um, you commented that we sound the same um, <laughs> well as, yeah, I think writing the same. So we've just gone from strength to strength, I think. We have so much fun writing together um, and we've certainly learned a lot more about how to perfect our writing style um, and how to plot and, yeah, we, we just still have a lot of fun together with it all. And and how do you go juggling the best friends thing with the co-authors thing? Do you have to draw a line between work and play? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think we started um, uh, just being very nice to each other and going along with everything that each other says, but now I think we're a bit more open with each other when we, when we go into co-author mode. So we really say it like it is and we're not afraid <laughs> to tell each other what we think. But, yeah, it's yeah we haven't had one fight since we started, which has been really good. Oh, wow, that's impressive. And, and being able to say it how it is is a big thing. Ali and I are both big people pleasers. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we have problem with saying no, so... Uh, yeah, our, our relationship is very, very special um, to both <laughs> of us. <laughs> um, and so speaking of work, uh, B herself, your main character, she's employed at a marketing agency where mm-hmm. she forlornly tastes toothpaste products and wishes that she was across the hall with the trendy folk at the Melbourne Writers' Festival. Ali, this question's for you because you co-founded your own marketing agency, Hedgehog. Um, yeah. Did much of your experience there find its way into the novel? Yes, it really did. I started my own agency because I was sick of writing about um, toothpaste. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm a copywriter. By My background is in copywriting and I started my own agency about two and a half years ago because I wanted to work on things that I believed in, um, which is very similar to B, who um, starts her own agency midway through the book called Platypus, Platypus which is animal like hedgehog agents. <laughs> Such a good name. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, we just heard you guys reading an extract from the book. It was an Instagram extract. And that is quite like a lot of the novel, which follows a really unique structure. A lot of it is novel format, but it's peppered with letters and text messages and social media posts. And early on in her search for the mystery author, B turns to Instagram, specifically the tight knit world of Bookstagram, to help her track down the mystery writer. You guys have also been known to frequent the book-loving corners of social media. How would you describe Bookstagram to someone who's never heard of it? Ah, Bookstagram, gosh. It's um, just a very rich, dynamic, interesting little online community. Um, I know it's where I go to for all of my book recommendations. 
there's such beautiful camaraderie between readers um, and you can also just see how alive and vibrant reading culture is around the world. Um, so, yeah, I love I love all the Bookstagram followers and um, people that I, I follow, uh, especially those who, um, yeah, have jumped aboard and, and helped out with creating uh, while you were reading with their own um, genuine photos, which we've taken um, with their approval from, from their um, Instagram pages and popped inside the book. Right, I saw that. You recruited some of your faves because for uh, people who haven't read the novel, the book features a few very aesthetic photographs of books on bedside tables and shoes, I think, if I recall, lots of little snippets of Bee's life as she wanders throughout Melbourne. Um, can you recommend three, maybe, bookstagram accounts that are worth following? Oh, gosh. Well, <laughs> Narrow it down. Some of our favourite um, who are in the book uh, I've got Babbling, Babbling, Books. Babbling Books, Life and Literature is another favourite of mine, who's amazing, and this one isn't um, in the book, but um, the Reese Witherspoon Book Club on Instagram as well. I'm obsessed with yeah, yeah. Nice. monthly, yeah, monthly recommendations are great. And a shout out to Crazy Book Lady as well. We love her. Yes. Half <laughs> <laughs> the streets. Oh, there's oh, so many. Too many. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, speaking of Crazy Book Lady and some interesting um, account names, there's a really quite funny B plot that unfolds in the comments of B's Instagram posts. Because <laughs> uh, at Stephen Prince and at No Offence But really have quite the whirlwind romance. Um, what inspired that? Well, actually, that's from um, the Book Ninja. Um, in the Book Ninja, our first book, um, the, the main character is called Frankie and she has a blog and they had those two characters comment underneath and oh, they hated each other. Um, but... We got a lot of feedback about how everyone loved it, so we decided to put them in this book, um, yeah, where they have a romance um, instead of hating each other. Although a very dysfunctional <laughs> A dysfunctional romance. <laughs> but, yeah, we had a lot of fun with it. And Stephen Prince is um, an ode to Stephen King. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a great little nod back to the book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, actually, another thing that struck me about while you were reading was how distinctly Aussie it was. I think just because we read so many books from international authors and when B mentions walking through the suburbs of South Yarra or shopping at Brunswick Street Bookstore, it's really quite, I think, startling almost in its familiarity. Was this deliberate um, or did it just come naturally? Yeah, well, we certainly always, we couldn't really imagine having um, written the story anywhere else. I mean, we're, we're Melbournians and we wanted to write what we knew and, you know, where we love to go. Um, and we're also very proud to be Aussie authors as well. We're such big fans of some of the incredible Australian authors that um, make it big on the in the book world. Um, so yeah, we we wanted to um, do our roots proud, I guess, and, and try to um, bring South Yarra and Fran and Windsor and all these great places um, into the pages of the book. Oh, well, you absolutely do. The sense of place is super strong. Oh, that's great to hear. And, I mean, yeah, you say that you're um, big supporters of Australian authors, particularly Australian romance authors, and you champion them in the book and outside on your social media pages as well. Um, are there any particular books or authors that you would recommend to our readers? Oh, so many. Um, Australian ones, we love Graeme Simpson, um, Holly Wainwright, Sunny Overend, Tess Woods. Um, Christian White, who we got to do a talk with last yeah. year when his book just came out. 
Yeah, so many. <laughs> that question really puts people on the spot, I find. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> trying to <laughs> scramble. <laughs> um, well, you even provide us with like a pretty handy glossary at the end of while you were reading of all the titles that were mentioned throughout the book. How did you decide which ones made the cut? Well, we tried to put in all the books that we've recently read and loved. Um, we did the same in the book Ninja, um, and I think we had even more books in there, I think well over 150 yeah. books. So this time around we had to um, scramble for all the newer books that we've read uh, to keep it diverse um, from the last book. Um, and since writing novels, I know I personally have found it harder to fit time um, for reading. Um, but yeah, we just, we put in so many of the recent books that we love. We wanted to make a conscious effort to put in, um, Aussie authors as much as possible as well. And then there are a few books that are sitting very high up on our to be read, um, pile as well. Right. Yes. We, um, we mentioned a few as well that we met last year when going to writers festivals. And one of them was Carly Finlay, her book, Say Hello, which we loved and we read this year. And then she came to our book launch and we signed the book, the page that she was mentioned on in our book. And it was very Inception-like. And it was really <laughs> Oh <exciting>. my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, speaking of writing inside of books um, or signing books, B seems to be very much at peace with scrawling in the margins or with dog-earing a page or two, which for many people is nothing short of sacrilege. Um, <laughs> do you guys partake in this tradition or are you strictly bookmark people? Um, I like to underline like, quotes that resonate with me, um, but otherwise not as much. Although as I arrived here just before this interview at Ali's house, she has presented me with a, um, a gift, which is <laughs> our copy of While You're Reading in which she has scribbled on all of the pages to write my cards. So oh, <laughs> that's beautiful. I have my Very own romantic. scribbled version of While You Were Reading. Can we hear a little excerpt? Well, I'm only a few pages in because she's written <laughs> one, one word on every page of the book. They're <laughs> <laughs> just lots of lovely memories of us when we were teenagers and, yeah, over the last few years. So it's very yeah, that's long. so nice. And also when we were um, uh, um when we used to sh- we used to share a Kindle account, we no longer do, but we used to share a Kindle account where you could write notes on it. So if I was on a page and I would write a note to Mish and then she would see that note and yeah. That's oh amazing. What kind of things would you write to each other? Like how good is this line or like what are you eating right now? <laughs> <laughs> Just really super poetic stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so do you have a preferred book snack while reading or while writing? Oh, I don't discriminate. Whatever's <laughs> available. <laughs> well, and when we're writing, every we have a um, tradition that every Saturday morning, or well, the tradition that I've made, that every Saturday morning I go to Misha's house and she makes me avocado smash on toast. Very <laughs> nice, very millennial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we have it at home so we can still afford a house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, book, the book, like you said before, features a few sneaky nods back to the book Ninja. And one of them I noticed, uh, B even goes to the movies and at the movies they're watching a film adaptation of the book Ninja. <laughs> it's a very aspirational nod. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, should we be expecting, you know, an acquisition announcement anytime soon? <laughs> well, there has been some talk. We can't say much, but yeah. That's <gasps> oh, a nod you heard it here first. <laughs> the scoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we hope if we put it in writing it would have to happen. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> 
Um, so what's next for you guys? Oh, well, we um, we have started to think about what we'd like to write next. Um, yeah, we definitely want to keep writing together. Um, and we were sort of surprised by how much separation anxiety we had from our first characters, Frankie and Sunny, in the book Ninja. Um, so we've talked a little bit about maybe writing a sequel to uh, the first book. Um, yeah, so we're just sort of brainstorming away as we as we speak. Mm, exciting. Mm. Um, well, you guys speak so lovingly about each other, <laughs> and the book is such an ode to friendship in general, despite beginning with a friendship imploding. <laughs> um, but it goes on to depict, you know, the growth of new and better friendships, and B makes friends in quite unconventional ways. She leaves sweet notes for her cleaner. She strikes up conversation with her co-worker in the toilet cubicle next to her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure many people would relate to the fact that as you get older, making friends kind of gets harder. So do you guys have any advice? Yeah, I think that's exactly what we wanted to show, that friends can come from all different sorts of places, especially when you get older, exactly right. It's, It's harder to become friends with people if you haven't gone to school with them or uni. So, yeah, finding friends in all different places. And I guess just um, our advice would just be, I guess, to speak to as many people as possible, (laughs) whoever they are and wherever they are, even if they look like they might not have anything in common with you. Um, That's what I've been doing when I've been getting older, just sort of speaking to as many people as possible Mm -hmm. and, yeah, striking up conversations that way. Even with your cleaner. Even with the cleaners. (laughs) Um, well, thank you guys so much. Uh, before I wrap it up, is there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about or any fun anecdotes that, is, that are worth sharing? The only other thing that I can say is that we're currently sitting here and Michelle has an apricot toy poodle sitting on her lap. <laughs> real, and it's just very funny to watch. <laughs> um, what's, what's the dog that's in the book that sits on Dina's? The toy poodle in the book is apricot called Agatha Christie. Right. Um, oh, so that is inspired. Yeah, cool. A little ode to um, little Ruby who has severe separation anxiety. That's why she's sitting on my lap because she has to be touching a human at all possible times. So oh, she's being very quiet. She's being very well behaved. Well, when I when Mish arrived to my house just now, um, she was covered in dog vomit because she vomited in the car. <laughs> so I think she's quiet because she's sick. <laughs> I must get her home. Well, they know. I think that that pretty much sums up the tone of the book as well. It can be purchased on the Good Reading website or in any good bookstore. Just go to goodreadingmagazine.com.au. Ali and Michelle, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. That was a lot of fun.